Welcome to Talk Plus Water, the podcast that takes a deep dive into the world of water with those making waves. My name is Todd Bottler, and I'm your host for Talk Plus Water. I'm also the editor-in-chief of Texas Plus Water and the Texas Water Journal. You can sign up for Texas Plus Water by visiting texasplusWater.org, and you can sign up for the Texas Water Journal at texaswaterjournal.org. Both publications are free. My guest today is Josh Newton. Josh is an independent consultant on global water political processes, water governance, and stakeholder engagement, and he's based in Switzerland. Josh is also the Josh and Josh's Water Jobs. So with all the changes going on in the world economically, he's a timely guest to talk about jobs and water jobs. So Josh, welcome and thank you for being part of Talkless Water. Hey Todd, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's great to talk uh, with you and uh, yeah, looking forward to the conversation. Great. So let's start out with your background in water. How did you first become involved with water issues? Well, I was uh, in my undergrad look, studying environmental conservation and ended up in a, an internship in Mendoza, Argentina, where the project I was given was to look at the environmental and socioeconomic impacts of an aqueduct that would be constructed to bring water to a Piedmont area above the city um, and was working on those uh, with that with GIS. So this is the late nineties when GIS was just getting started Uh, and then, yeah, getting involved in all the political issues that uh, that involved with this aqueduct uh, made me really interesting about the multifaceted nature of water. So after that internship in the late nineties, I kind of never looked back um, and started to get into uh, hydropolitics and transboundary water. Um, and that was kind of the first half of my career was focused on transboundary water issues. So you uh, worked in Argentina and in South America. You obviously, uh, you know, been doing work, I guess, in Europe. But what other parts of the world have you done work in with regard to water? Um, well, my focus is more, say, on the global. Uh, so what happens at the global level within the United Nations uh, as a regional focus? Yes, I have more experience in Latin America, uh, but some of the work I've done has been on transboundary issues have been in Southeast Asia and South Asia um, and a little bit in Southern Africa as well. Oh, wow. Well, you, you've had a, a chance to really get a perspective from uh, all corners of the globe, it sounds like. Yeah, no, I've been very lucky uh, to have the opportunity to uh, be able to see yeah, the commonalities and the differences between uh, the different regions and how water is addressed. Well, speaking of lucky, um, finding uh, Josh's water jobs is uh, a lucky thing for a lot of folks who are uh, starting out uh, in their water careers and looking for uh, an opportunity, as well as those who are making uh, mid-career changes, and and so I'm, you know, really, really uh, a big fan of your job website, and I got a lot of questions questions about it. Uh, so let's start off with how did you start that that whole operation? Yeah, well, I mean, the first uh, the first little say nuggets of this started almost ten years ago now, where like all of us in our profession, you know, you there's a job opening and somebody will ask you to pass it along to the to your network, and so 
at one point I got tired of trying to think of everybody who was in my network. So I just made a word document list with my 30 kind of close water friends. And every time I'd get a job, I'd copy and paste that in the list from the word document to my Gmail account and send it out. And then, um, I don't know, it must've been sometime after that where I got a few jobs and put them together in a list. Um, and then I started looking for jobs here and there to make the list a little bigger. Um, and so we're, I mean, we're talking like five jobs a month or something, but then the jobs started to increase. And then I'd be like at Stockholm World Water Week or another conference talking to other young professionals and say, Hey, I have this little list. If you're interested to join, you know, it's free. It doesn't come out that often, but you know, if you're interested. And so I started gathering more emails. Um, and that incentivized me to find more jobs. So both of those started to increase incrementally over the over years. It was very, it was a very slow process. Um, where ultimately I was getting at 60 jobs a week to 800 people. Um, and at that point, friends were quote unquote complaining about how it was hard to search for the older jobs. So then it made sense to have a, a database, a searchable database. So that's when the, the website idea came about. Um, and so, yeah, in June this year, it'll be four years. Um, I partnered with a middle school friend who's the, uh, the webmaster and the designer of the website. And so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it just keeps growing in size. So it's, yeah, it's been great. So you have obviously an email list you send it out to, which I, um, that's not, I, I think the way I found it, I just kind of said, um, directed to it by um, Michael uh, Campania's, uh, uh, you know, water blog. And so, you know, I know there must be a lot of people just go directly to your website in addition to, you know, the list of folks that you're sending it out to as well. Yeah, it seems like it. That's shifted over time now where now it's getting significant enough traffic where any kind of, you look for a water job in Google and it something around the website will pop up very high. So I think more and more people are finding it through just uh, doing Google searches now where initially that wasn't the case. Um, the majority still of the traffic still comes directly from the list. Uh, there's a big, uh, when it comes out on Tuesdays, uh, there's a big, uh, increase in the traffic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the traffic has become more steady because people have bookmarked it now, um, and return frequently. And yeah, and they like, yeah, like I said, it is coming up more now in Google. So it's really, it's, it's been really great to see it uh, increase in that way. Well, you, you not only have listings in there, but uh, there are reminders to kind of tell you when the, uh, uh, you know, date that you've got to reply by is going to expire, things like that. Um, that's, I mean, that's got to be a lot of work to put all of those in that format. Um, I mean, you, you've got, you have them listed by where the jobs are offered, uh, you know, whether they're um, you know, short-term consulting jobs, whether they're internships, all that. I mean, it just, you know, look at that and, you know, running a, a, a journal, you know, uh, and kind of, you know, doing it just because I love to do it and not getting paid for it. You know, it's amazing how much work that kind of thing can, can add up to. I mean, I imagine you, I mean, you really must spend a lot of time uh, getting it all just right. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's probably yeah anywhere from ten to fifteen hours a week. Um, luckily, the way Hank designed the f- the the form that I have to fill out online to upload the jobs is very it's very it's be- I've become love well, uploaded twenty thousand jobs now, so I'm getting kind of used to it. Um, so it's become more efficient. Uh, so it's well designed. So when a job pops out, uh, you know, I know all the the information that I'm looking for in, in order to then construct that list, which I have a template for, and then it's a, like a you know, you just plug in. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it definitely takes a lot of time. The uploading is, is, is the biggest uh, chunk of that. And uh, one of the things that really uh, I find interesting is just, you know, the kind of uh, variety and kind of some things look like they're really um, obscure. Uh, I mean, and, and really neat too, but I'm like, well, how did he find that out? So do people... I imagine people now send you positions when they have something coming up and they send things to you. Is that correct? Or? Uh, well, you would think so, but even after almost four years and a lot of organizations benefiting from hopefully good talent coming in from the website, it's still less than 5%, uh, is what I get from people. Some organizations are very good, but I still find myself, uh, at least if not more than 95% of the jobs that are on there. So do you, would you like people to send you openings? I mean, is that something? Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier for me. Um, I'd still go through my the search I do every week, but if I don't have to, you know, register each of the new ones and that they're... Um, uh, that, that saves me time. And it also, if somebody emails me, I try to upload that as, as soon as possible. Usually it's within 24 hours. So, um, they, that guarantees that it gets on the site, uh, immediately. Whereas when I'm uploading, I do it by deadline. So, uh, if it has a, you know, a deadline two months from now, it doesn't take priority for jobs that have a deadline a week away. Gotcha. Well, one thing I've noticed is that, uh, if you go out and look at you know, we're not going to name them, but, you know, kind of the big generic job databases, um, they'll, they'll have, you know, a lot of like consulting engineering firms, maybe, you know, have jobs listed on there. Uh, and, you know, I look at your website, I think, you know, they, I'm surprised they're, they, those don't get to you, that they don't send those to you because I, I would think, you know, somebody who's, um, you know, in this field, uh, and has been at it a while, you know, a lot of people know about your website and, and it just makes sense to go to something that's much more specific and, you know, with regard to water. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's something that's baffled me, honestly. Uh, even some of the yeah, some of the big uh, ESA consulting firms know about the website. Have emailed me a few times, but uh, it doesn't continue. And I don't know if that's because you know the link within the HR department isn't strong, or these you know these firms are much bigger than just water. So I think there's there's some of that. Um, uh, and but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The hope is that it would be a right, more regular thing where I get get them them sent to me. Um, but yeah, I do my best. And I think, I mean, the future, hopefully with a expanding website, there'll be more of an, more time to actually communicate directly with HR departments, different organizations in order to create that direct link. So it's, it's, you know, it's automatically done, but I think many HR departments are just not aware. The professionals may be, but the HR departments are not. So, 
you know, thinking about um, your 15 hours or so you're spending every week on this, do you, is anybody else helping you? You mentioned, uh, uh, you know, a friend of yours who, I guess, helped you put up or come up with a basic design. Uh, but do you have any other volunteers helping you any other way? Um, so, yeah, so Hank's like, yeah, so he's the designer and, you know, the, of the website and keeps the security up and, and the my business partner in this. Um, so he works on the tech side uh, week to week. Uh, in terms of everything else, though, that's that's uh, right now it's 100 percent on me. Um, I've had cohorts of, of volunteers uh, uh, over the years uh, to you know, uh, differing degrees of success. Um, so right now it's just easier if I'm doing it myself, so I have a little bit more time now, but, uh, eventually, uh, the, I'll probably make another call for volunteers to help with uploading more, more than anything. Um, but the idea eventually would actually to have this all be all automated. Um, so it doesn't take my time. It's not the best use of my time to be uploading jobs. Um, so the idea would eventually be to have it all automated, uh, when hopefully someday we have more resources to do that with. Well, uh, if, um, you've, uh, you know, done all that, you probably spent some time looking at how to monetize this. Uh, and I noticed that you had, it, at some point you, you, uh, had a GoFundMe account, um, which looked like, you know, you, you, you know, people contributed to it. Uh, which I always, yeah, I look at those and I think, man, there's so many of those. It's just, it seems like it's such a, uh, you know, uh, kind of being struck by lightning to get one of them that really, uh, you know, accumulates something significant. But uh, besides GoFundMe, uh, have you have done anything like apply for grants, any, anything of that nature? I mean, what I love is that, you know, it's a free website. And so, you know, somebody's looking for a job, you know, that really makes a big difference. Yeah. No, and that's the one of the things that from the very beginning, I mean, obviously I was doing it, you know, as a list for my Gmail account for years, um, is that for me, no matter what, looking forward, no matter what I do with the website, it's always going to be free to access the jobs. There will be no limitations put on accessing the jobs because I go to other websites and I'm, I'm frustrated myself about not being able to see more uh, because they're blocked because there's a paywall. Um, but that's something that kind of in the principles around the website that I really am going to stick with uh, uh, to, to not have uh, to pay to access. Um, so yeah, and there, there are other ways to monetize that Hank and I have discussed. Um, and it's a matter of getting the infrastructure there to do it. Um, like we, I mean, we, we need, we don't even have ads on the site, which is even low hanging fruit, if you will. Um, but there's other ideas in terms of just, uh, you know, having additional information around the jobs available, uh, for pay, um, to have featured jobs so that uh, organization can pay uh, to post because it's also free to post the jobs, but they could pay and then it's uh, highlighted or rises to the top every week. Um, and then eventually what, uh, uh, what we're, we want to set up is a whole recruitment tool that we uh, can do recruitment process outsourcing. So we can do recruitment processes for organizations that may not have a a big HR team or trust our ability to find good talent through the network 
Um, so those are all ideas, but they all yeah, require infrastructure that hopefully with time we'll be able to, to implement. I like those. Those are great, great ideas. So um, how could our listeners uh, support uh, Josh's war jobs right now? If, there, if you know, there was a way they could contribute to it, what would you suggest they do? Um, so right now there's a link at the top right hand part of the page that says support. And those are the different ways that uh, the, the listeners or people who go to the website can contribute to the, to the website. And eventually um, if people don't you know, want to contribute monetarily, then eventually I'll probably be making a call and uh, for volunteers and you know, even an hour a week, uh, something like that is, is helpful to me. Um, it's less time that I, that I have to spend on the website. Um, so yeah, right now, the, and then spreading the word. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, more traffic, the more jobs, uh, the better. I mean, honestly, getting people just to send jobs and have more volume of jobs, especially right now uh, with what the world is going through, that's one of the most valuable things actually people can do. Well, that is a good way to pivot to uh, my next question here. Um, now that the world's entered this you know, period of economic contraction and instability as a result of COVID-19. Are you seeing more use of your website? Uh, And how have you seen, I guess, any signs that uh, are reflected in your, your uh, job website uh, from the uh, pandemic and the, um, the slowdown economically globally? Yeah. So about, what was about a month ago or so, three weeks ago, there was actually a big downturn in traffic to the website um, for a week or two. Uh, And I'm not sure what that was about, uh, but that was, it seemed like at that point, it's a very low point worldwide. So um, I think people were occupied with other things in terms of then say switching jobs, uh, but uh, since then, it's been there's been a it's kind of back to quote unquote normal. Um, and last this last week was actually uh, had even a slight uptick, um, and the number of users is about the same. Uh, and the, but what I've noticed more is the jobs available. I mean that's that's what it's been. It's still kind of it hasn't taken a big bigger dip than. I, it's gone down slower than I thought it would. So it's actually been quite positive in, in terms of the number of jobs available. Um, the website right now is about 120 a week. It's usually higher than that, but uh, all things considered, it's actually, it seems to me quite positive. There's still uh, jobs being offered um, and scholarships offered in internships and consultancies. Uh, and the who's hiring, I think that has shifted a little bit. You see, you can definitely see some organizations have hiring freezes uh, because all jobs have stopped uh, coming from them when they're usually more regular. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I literally almost cross my fingers every week that there's still, you know, more jobs are going to be come out uh, for, for the people going to the website, especially for the graduating class. I mean, that's, that's my, my concern is they're, you know, entering the, the, uh, the workforce at a really uh, unfortunate moment. Uh, so that those are the jobs I really try to keep a keep an eye out for is kind of those entry level positions. Um, so yeah, so it's so there have been a little changes. I think uh, you know I, uh, 
water and sanitation, obviously hugely important for the for the the current crisis. So hopefully uh, those jobs uh, will maintain and people will keep hiring. So it sounds like you you saw a pattern where uh, the traffic slowed down. I'm wondering, you know, that's the point where people are standing in line at the grocery store uh, or, you know, in the process of, of hunkering down and, you know, you know, getting everything in place to hunker down. And uh, the, I guess I think, you know, the first wave of, of job losses here, you know, were more, uh, you know, folks who were uh, in the gig economy, things, you know, positions like that. And then maybe the uptick now, you're seeing layoffs and uh, of, of uh, you know, professionals and various organizations here in the U.S. And I'm wondering if, if that's maybe, you know, kind of uh, the, the next uh, uh, pattern that you might kind of see in your, your uh, job website. Yeah, I, my, my guess on this, and it's kind of a guess, is that I think this year uh, things, uh, at least certainly on the water side, uh, internationally, and in the U.S., I think will be. I think there'll be a downturn, but I think it'll actually be kind of stable. I think next year is where the more of a bigger impact uh, we'll see because it kind of budgets are set for this year, and so unless there's a major shifting of budgets, that won't change. But when budgets are made for next year, that may be where there, we see more of an impact um, in terms of new hiring uh, or laying off. Well, you know, that raises another kind of interesting question. You know, you get people who are getting ready to graduate from college, or I guess maybe it's starting into this month. And, uh, you know, they're graduating into a terrible job market. And, uh, you know, I remember when I uh, finished college in the uh, late 80s, mid to late 80s, uh, you know, I graduated into a a poor job market for uh, environmental jobs. The federal government was one of the big employers of those jobs back then here in the U.S., and there was a hiring freeze on. It's nothing like the situation that uh, the current uh, crop of uh, college graduates are going to face. But, um, you know, one thing that, that stands out is, you know, for me, it was very helpful to have internships, even though I didn't, some of them I didn't get paid for. Uh, it helped me build up my resume and helped me with getting a graduate school and helped me with other jobs that I applied for later on. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you do have a lot of internships listed, it seems like. Uh, so, you know, hopefully uh, folks who are trying to figure out some direction uh, once they graduate, uh, you know, maybe that'll be an option for them uh, to, to do some of that kind of work while they're waiting for the, uh, you know, economy to, to recover somewhat. Yeah, and, that, and that's totally what I recommend uh, even before this uh, when, you know, <laughs> graduates were having trouble getting jobs is, is, you know, internship is one way, but it's to stay, try to stay busy and productive in some way. And that's whether that's, an internship or volunteering in some way with something water related, local basin organization, basin council, or um, writing, uh, 
uh, I don't know, even developing a podcast. It's just just something that kind of continues the learning and continues getting out there. Um, and then, yeah, talking to people, emailing uh, to try to reach out to different organizations that eventually might want to work for and, and just getting putting putting themselves out there. Uh, but I think the important thing is just staying productive uh, because it's easy, I think, once getting out of that uh, uh, the, the, uh, trajectory changes. So I think it's just important to try to stay productive. Like I've, I've even gone through that during my career where I had a hard time finding a job for a period of time. And I think what I tried to do is just stay productive and stay involved in the water community. Well, those are great suggestions. I especially like your podcast suggestion. <laughs> which I could I could tell tell you that that uh, anybody can start a podcast. If I could do it, anybody can do it. Um, it's it's really not difficult at all. And there's so much uh, on the web that you can access to tell you how to do it. Uh, that um, you know, I recommend people do that, or just you know, be guests on my podcast. That would be that'd be good too. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and in here, Josh, and uh, if you could uh, just uh, tell us again uh, what the uh, the address is on the web for Josh's Water Jobs. I know someone can just put Josh's Water Jobs in, in a search engine and it'll pop up, but, uh, you know, for us old-timers, uh, you know, what's the address as well? Yeah, it's uh, very easy. It's www.joshswaterjobs.com. So. Great. Great. Well, listen, thank you for, uh, you know, being my guest today and talking about your website. Uh, you know, I, when I really have, uh, enjoyed looking at it, I, you know, it's just, to me, it's, it's interesting just to see the variety of things that people doing around the world, which is, you know, the, the website's a gauge of that. You see what, um, you know, new initiatives people are interested in, uh, and how they are being implemented by the folks that they're looking for and uh, where they're looking for them. So, so thank you for that. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's great chatting and yeah. Uh, hope to do so again soon. Okay, great. Thanks. So this has been talk plus water. My guest today was Josh Newton, an independent consultant on global water, political processes, governance, and stakeholder engagement. Josh is also the Josh in Josh's Water Jobs, and I highly recommend that you go check that out. It's a a great website for water jobs, and if you're out there and you've got a water job that you know about, uh, I suggest you send it to Josh. So, uh, again, my name is Todd Botler, the host of Talkless Water. Let's talk water again soon.